hello everybody and welcome to this Talking Pharmacy podcast special where we're going to preview the LPC conference which is taking place tomorrow on Wednesday the 16th. And I'm joined uh, by Rob Darricott, P3 Pharmacy. My name is Richard Thomas, editor of Pharmacy Magazine. So, Rob, we've got uh, a new style LPC conference tomorrow. It's the, the first time it's been done virtually course because of the 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 covid restrictions kicks off at at 10 o'clock it looks very different it's going to feel very different not uh, a massive amount of detail on uh, about the agenda yet but we've got all sorts of things in there like breakout virtual breakout rooms as well as some um, some main conference sessions so uh, not a lot of detail but it does look as if there's going to be quite a bit going on and a very significant, I think, in the timing of this because there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment that contractors are going to be very interested in, ranging from the um, the latest state of play with the funding negotiations. And of course, uh, and they will be spending quite a bit of time talking about this tomorrow on the Wright Review. Um, the recommendations Professor Wright made, 33 of them, about uh, representation and reform um, at LPCs and essentially at PSNC as well. So it'll be very interesting to, to see where discussions go on that. So we can talk about that in a little bit, Rob. But what do you hope to, to see out of tomorrow um, as, as a kind of signing post, really, staging post, really, going forward for PSNC and LPCs? What do you expect to see? Yeah, hi, Richard. It feels like quite an important one, doesn't it? Because it does. we've got some positive things happening with the... Um, the announcement about flu recently, uh, I suppose it's in one respect, it's not it's not a surprise, but it's a, it's a development of that, um, moving into other vaccinations too. I suppose um, you've also got the, the, the right review and whether the, the organisational structures that represent community pharmacy are fit for purpose. I suppose this conference is a is an important, as you say, an important staging post in all of that, and it comes at an interesting time. And what's going to be uh, fascinating to see tomorrow is is how much of the the output puts a kind of time frame around, you know, what's going to happen next. Uh, one of the things that I that I think you've written about, I've written about, and we thought about quite a lot, and we've talked to quite a lot of people about is is the kind of order in which things get taken and uh here's an opportunity in a in a day where you've got i guess upwards of nearly 200 people coming together to talk about the future and i just hope the important things um get come through and they don't spend a huge amount of time talking about who's going to be doing what because it seems to me right now what community pharmacy needs is a is a very clear direction of travel and purpose, as Professor Wright said. Yeah, so let's talk about that in a little bit more more detail, Rob. Um, 33 recommendations, as I mentioned, uh, that the Professor Wright came up with. It's it's a huge programme of reform, and that's assuming that, that the recommendations get accepted, of course. But it's almost like, where does PSNC, where do LPCs, where do contractors start? And... PSNC has released a statement uh, where they've identified some early areas of, of consensus uh, between its members 
um, where I, I think they're hoping for, for quick progress and progress tomorrow. Um, and these recommendations would include things like making the changes to the names to better reflect the roles and remit of representative organisations. So that's the whole community pharmacy England, community pharmacy local uh, name changes. Um, in particular, the introduction of, of a shared governance framework uh, and the need for, for clear expectations regarding transparency and communication, the need to keep contractors at the heart of all decision making, very consistent theme um, that's been coming out of, of this process so far, but also the creation of a national vision and an external communication strategy for the sector. Now, I, I, I'm quite interested in this because I wonder, I mean, it's a personal view, but is the right review coming across as just being focused on structural issues and organisational reform rather than a vision for the sector? Because I'm not sure contractors pharmacists get particularly excited by organisational reform. And I wonder whether this has been a bit of a barrier to engagement. I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I think we can we can all have a laugh about how often organisations, and I'm not just talking about pharmacy now, but how often organisations can spend ages deciding on, you know, what the new logo should look like. And they can do all of that work and not miss, um, and miss out the, the important bit about what, what are we for and why are we doing this? And I don't think a shared governance framework is going to be is going to get contractors out to meetings to talk about the future, is it? It's just not. Um, so what is interesting, I think, is uh, where and when the creation of a national vision fits, because um, as one of as one uh, LPC chief officer said to me not so long ago, and we printed it in our in the current issue of P three Pharmacy magazine. The strategy is the main bit. We need to agree on that and work backwards. We need a vision for what we're going to do locally, not let's give PSNC a load more cash and denude LPCs. And I think I would suggest that talking about what you as a community pharmacist and what your business is going to be doing in the future and having a discussion about whether that creates a sustainable business model might get people out to talk about the future but talking about a governance framework is less likely to get people to give up an evening or a lunchtime uh, to have a to have a sensible conversation and i think until you know where, where where you want to be and what you want to be in five years time say or what kind of services you're anticipating are there in five years time or what part of role what, what sort of role you're going to play as part of an integrated care system uh, where health professionals and other care professionals are all joined up together in pr providing services to patients uh, does it really matter how the representational structures might need to change if you do know where you want would like to be then you can identify whether some of the things that you've got supporting you at the moment are the right ones or the wrong ones and make changes around that so i mean that i hope that what comes through tomorrow is an enthusiasm to start talking about what the future shape should look like uh, and and maybe less enthusiasm for doing immediately the deciding about who sits where and who does what. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's absolutely crucial for, for engagement there. So, yeah, we'll be watching uh, the vision piece very closely and, and whether anything comes out of the LBC co uh, conference on that. Uh, the other thing I think I'm going to be looking out for is 
is there a sign of unity and the sector moving together on this um, multiples and independence and, and PSNC I think have already said that you know when you're talking about discussions uh, on change of this level as with any kind of change process I suppose um, what it the outcome mustn't increase divisions you know within community pharmacy um, and it's that this is about bringing the sector together uh, and getting everyone involved, all the views listened to and acted upon, and, and not being a, a divisive thing. And, and the MPA has made uh, a great play of saying that throughout all this, very supportive of what the kind of things Wright is trying to achieve. But the MPA keeps saying that it's very important that the distinctive voice of independence will be listened to. Now, I think cracks are already beginning to to appear. Um, unfortunately. Um, of course, we've had the, the CCA telling their LPC reps that the, they must represent the views of CCA member companies rather than contractors or local contractors as a whole. So I think there's a challenge there. It'll be interesting to see whether that is, uh, that's been patched over tomorrow or whether there are some real uh, divisions that will actually potentially um, stop this this process or at least um, restrict its scope and ambition, I suppose. Um, and I guess the key to that, and we'll see tomorrow with, with the, the, the contractor representatives, you know, big and small, um, they all have to have confidence that this is going to, these changes are going to, to benefit the sector as a whole. And that's challenging. You know, PSNC will recognise that, that hearing views from, from a large number of contractors will be challenging, especially from independence, actually, just because of the nature of the beast. Um, but tomorrow is all about at least, if not starting those conversations, then, then moving them on, isn't it? And it'll be fascinating to see whether the sector can move forward as one on this. And um, what, have, what have pharmacists and contractors been telling you, Rob, on the ground, independence and multiples? Do you, do you see potential here to move forward as one on this, or are these sectional differences going to come up and, and spoil everything? Well, you see, I think you're more likely to get sectional differences around things like governance and around, uh, you know, voting and, and things like that, uh, which is why I think there's a, there's a logic to me which says, let's find what we can agree about. And I, OK, things may well have changed, but I suspect they haven't changed that much when it comes to a discussion about, you know, how will we how do we want services to develop? You know, what should be the next three things if we could have anything we want? What should be the next three things off the cab rank kind of thing in terms of services? Should we be prioritising immediate care? Should we be prioritising long term conditions? How far do we want to go in the protection and prevention arena? Um, you know, what should be the next steps for those things? I, I think you're more likely to get um, a movement which starts to build agreements around purpose and what ideally we'd like the next things to be than you are about how much it's all going to cost and and who's going to sit where you know that i was involved in some of this stuff for, as you know for eight ten years and the the times when we had disagreements and things really did seem to me to break down into into the sectors were when we were talking about uh the governance aspects of it and so you know i hope they don't lose sight of the of the fact that what's going to be important for uh, the people who pay for it all, the contractors and the frontline teams is 
what are we going to be doing? How does a suggestion that in five years time we should be doing A, B and C, how do, do we like that? Is that something we should be going for? Is that something we've got capacity to do? Is that something we're capable of doing? And then you say, well, okay, if that's where we want to be, then how do we structure ourselves to give ourselves the best chances of chance of going there? And there was a lot in the right review about the kind of um, elements of the restructure that would support that, including this fascinating suggestion that you'd have a, a kind of integration group or a implementation group, I can't remember the exact phrase of it now, that would manage, that would make sure that practice research was being done, that would learn the lessons, that would build the business cases, that would turn that into implementation plans. Um, but it's all very well having all that stuff if you don't actually know what the next thing is that you want to do and why that would be good for you, why that would be good for business, uh, pharmacy business, and why that would be good for patients, and why that would be good for the NHS, then the rest of it is 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 just logistics and the practicality, and and I'm not sure that's necessarily the most important bit right now. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, it it'll be interesting, won't it? To, to tomorrow, how many times they mention the long term plan, for instance. You know, we we don't. Yes. You know, yes. We, we this isn't about. Well, it is about you know pharmacies internal structures um are they fit for purpose making them fit for purpose but of course pharmacy operates in a in a national context a wider context and a local context too and it it would be a missed opportunity tomorrow i think if if as you say all the time is spent discussing structures and governance rather than where pharmacy fits and where it can go in the next five years um it's a good opportunity tomorrow uh, to explore, you know, properly the feasibility of, of, of these recommendations and together um, from from all LPCs. And I'm sure, and this should be, you know, really challenging conversations and discussions about this, but there needs to be a, a, an active debate and a really vibrant debate and people need to, to really get engaged. And I think tomorrow is, is key to getting people engaged. So I hope they take, I hope discussions cover a wider uh, take a wider remit rather than just focusing on the, on, on the nitty-gritty. Um, and, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. There, there are uh, some bits we aren't allowed to, to report, Rob, so I don't want you uh, breaking into the, uh, the breakout zones um, because you will be, you'll, be kick, you'll be kicked off the system. I'll try not to. Uh, but we will be keeping uh, tabs on it and reporting on it as we go along um, via social media and then, then later on uh, with Fancy Network News, P3 Pharmacy and Pharmacy Magazine websites. Uh, so just a reminder, the uh, LPC conference, it, it takes place tomorrow, Wednesday the 16th, kicks off at, at 10 o'clock. Uh, it's virtual and keep following our, our Twitter feeds, our social media feeds uh, and the websites later on in the day where we'll try to bring you all the main news. Um, Rob, I shall chat to you tomorrow and we shall keep tabs on our friends in Contractorland. Indeed we will. And I guess we'll be, we might even report on a bit of this in the main pod, might we? I think we might. I think, I think we've got uh, the, half the pod written already, I think, depending on what comes out tomorrow. Let's hope so anyway. So yes, uh, Talking Pharmacy will be back as normal um, released Friday of this week. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening. Thank you.